Hi there and welcome to Naturally Recovering Autism. I am your host, Kieran Thomas, and I wanna thank you so much for being here and being a proactive parent and getting the resources that you need to let your child live their most fulfilling and independent life possible. When my own son was diagnosed with autism, I was told to drug him and try behavioral therapies and there was nothing else that we could do for him but manage his symptoms the rest of his life. But I didn't wanna do that. Fortunately, my background in craniosacral therapy Look, now 30 years, let me know that the brain can and does heal, but I didn't know that much about autism. What I did know is that I didn't want to just mask the symptoms with dangerous drugs. I wanted to find the causes and work with them naturally. And fast forward, it took me a decade and a lot of time and effort, but today my son is no longer diagnosable with autism after being told it could not happen. So I'm here to share with you valuable resources to save you the time and some of the expense that I had to spend to figure it out and to help you let your child lead to their best results possible. Every child's level of recovery is different, but we know that children who couldn't sleep through the night are sleeping now through the night and happily. Their immune systems are now strong where they were once sick all the time. Children who were nonverbal and their parents were told they could never speak are now speaking. Children who were getting D's and F's in school are getting A's and B's. And those that were so anxious all the time and couldn't sit still and, and were uncomfortable in their own bodies are now calm and happy and relaxed. And they're leading fulfilling and independent lives with friends. This is what we want for our kids. So I'm here to share the resources with you so that you can get the best results for your child the best possible. And you can start that right now with my free download of this top seven foods to eliminate beginning today of the top foods that are the most inflammatory and toxic that are contributing to those physical and behavioral symptoms of autism that your child is having. They're making his life uncomfortable. So you can get that right now at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash seven foods and feel free to share that with anybody you know who would be interested. And I will also link to it in today's show notes. There's of course a lot more than diet, but this is something you could start doing today that will begin to reduce those symptoms. And I'm happy to share everything I can with you. So right now, let's dive into today's episode. Well, thank you for being here again, because today's show, we have a special guest. Her name is Shannon, and Shannon is an autism mom. She has been on a path for a little over five years, I believe it is now. And um, I think it's really important for a lot of parents to know that there is hope and inspiration and other parents who are, have children with autism who have had successful results in seeing their child have more improvements in their life is really, really a way to, again, show that inspiration and give you continued hope and to understand how it can be done and what has happened for other people and their stories. And Shannon has a son, Paul Robert, who was nonverbal and her most desired um, piece, what she wanted the most was to hear her son say mom for the first time. And I think it's really exciting that at age five, he said, mom, and I love Shannon that you caught it on video. I mean, how, what are the chances? So Shannon, welcome. And thank you for being here with us. Thank you. I'm honored to be here. I, I am privileged to be part of the voice and a message of hope for all those parents who are wanting to do the best that they can for their kids. And um, I'm just thankful to have this opportunity to tell my story. 
Yeah, absolutely. And why don't you start from the beginning? I mean, how, how old was Paul Robert when he was diagnosed and then just kind of move on from there? What, what happened after your diagnosis? My son was developing typically, um, beautiful, bright baby boy. He was um, identifying body parts and pointing to things. Um, when I asked him to, and then slowly over time, there was a moment that I'll, I'll go back there. Um, slowly over time, I started to notice that he stopped waving by. He stopped pointing to his body parts when I asked him to. He did have a few little words here and there, um, but he hadn't said mama yet. Um, so I noticed something was a little off. And although parents and friends and family and people who care about you have every well intention in the world, um, when I would ask, you know, is there something, do you notice anything a little bit off? The response I would get um, would be, oh, no, he's fine. You know, babies, boys especially, start talking later in life. Um, just be patient. I don't, I don't know, notice anything wrong. And um, I have a neighbor who lives across the street, and she has a daughter that was diagnosed with autism. And uh, I had gone over there with uh, Paul Robert, and she said, you might want to have an evaluation done. Um, because I'm starting to see some of these things that I saw in my daughter. And at first I kind of brushed it off. Um, I didn't know anything about autism at all. Um, so it wasn't even on my radar, but as time went on, uh, he went in for his, uh, vaccinations and it was almost, it was kind of like uh, the nail <laughs> in the, the straw that broke the camel's back, if you will. Um, within three or four days of him having his vaccines, he got a, a high fever. Um, he, his eyes rolled in the back of his head. Uh, and then from there, he just kind of declined and declined and declined. And so I knew I had to do something. Um, so we had an evaluation done. Uh, we got started with ABA at the beginning, uh, which was a very scary process because um, you have all these people coming into your home and, and working with your child and you're thinking, this is not at all what I expected to be going on with my son. Um, but uh, about a week before his third birthday, um, we were referred to see a child psychologist and walking into that office, I was very confident that we were not going to receive an autism diagnosis only because everybody had been telling us he's fine. He's fine. He'll grow out of it. It's going to be okay. Um, but again, uh, walking into that office was very different than walking out of that office. And the psychologist um, I, I got the feeling that he kind of gave these diagnosis, this diagnosis a lot. So he wasn't very, uh, compassionate, I would say. Um, he basically said, all you can do is, uh, continue with the ABA and then go from there. And I was trying to find some answers from him. You know, what does autism mean? What, what does this mean? Does this mean he's intellectually, uh, delayed or does this, what, what is autism? I, I don't understand. And he said, well, 
autism is uh, a communication disorder and social disorder. Um, intellectually, I don't know where he's going to land. We don't, we don't know. So still didn't answer the question is, is autism an intellectual problem or not? And it was from there that I first began my journey trying to understand is autism an intellectual disability? Um, and so I began my journey. I uh, started doing research. I'm a researcher by nature. <laughs> so I dug in deep and I started reading every article, every book I could possibly find. And I think that by human nature, we try to, we try to get from the shortest point from A to B. And so I, I began a protocol that is very simple. Um, and I saw some improvements, but I knew that if I were really going to do something that was going to be impactful for my son, it was going to have to take more than that. And I was going to have to be willing to, to just dive in with all of my heart. And, um, so from there, things have been really, you know, going in the right direction. I saw you at a TACA conference in 2019. I had been listening to a bunch of lectures from doctors all over the world, and a lot of their information was fantastic. I knew that the first meeting I went to when they were speaking about autism being a medical diagnosis and not an intellectual disability, I knew I was exactly where I was supposed to be. And I got filled with tears, looking around the room of all these parents. And uh, I knew that I was amongst my tribe. And so I had listened to a, a masterclass, I believe it was, that you did. And you were speaking about the importance of healing the gut, which is the first stage in your program. And I had just come out of a conference on the gut and so I approached you and I said, you know, I've, I've been doing this, this protocol. And you said, yes, uh, I've heard of that before, but there is so much more to this. I hear that a lot. People are, are stopped short of diet or gut work only. And they don't know that there's so much more to do because mm -hmm. as you're finding uh, autism is not a mental illness. It is a biological one and mm -hmm. it is created by environmental toxins. So we have to go through and repair the damage that's been done and then allow the body to heal itself. And that then the gut does control the brain. Mm -hmm. So it's very important to, to begin there with the stability, but there is so much more as you now know to do. So uh, go on, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just wanted to put that in there. Yes, you're, you're absolutely correct. And I'm so glad that you continued to forge on as you did. <laughs> yeah, it takes a lot of, uh... It takes a lot of guts to, to make that defining decision. If I'm going to take, am I going to take the easy road and just see what happens? Or am I going to, like you said, forge on and, and continue to research and to can continue to look into it and all these different things and different aspects of, of autism, it can be so confusing and so daunting and just this process of just overwhelming information. 
And not only that, you have this person saying this and this person saying that about the exact same thing. And so which one is, is correct? I decided to join your program because just like if you want to have uh, financial freedom, then you talk to those who have it. If you uh, want to do, if you want to be anything, then you speak to those who are that, that you want to be. And you have a son who is fully recovered. You have, you have obviously done your research. Um, and I think that a lot of parents, and, and one thing I want to say here is that something really clicked when you said uh, recovery, the definition of recovery is regaining health. Um, that is incredibly important to me to keep in the forefront of my mind because my son, Paul Robert, is not autism. He is him. Exactly. And with every single piece of this puzzle that is so nicely laid out in your program, with every single piece, it pulls back one more layer and one more layer, and it, it allows him to shine through as him. Some of them are more obvious than others. Obviously, you know, when my son started saying mama, uh, that, that was a wow moment in my life. But now that he's speaking more and more and more, he's putting sentences together. Now I can see and hear who he is. And he has a brilliant mind. Yeah. And, and they're, they can't, they can't give us their brilliance and share it and be who they are with all of this stuff in their way. So we're getting all of that the toxins and the inflammation, all those things that are in their way and letting them, as you say, allow them to be themselves and who they really are. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I think that, um, I think that the general consensus of autism is that it is, uh, you know, <laughs> I think that most people think it's more like Rain Man, if you've ever seen the movie. Yes. Um, but that, I mean, I'm sure that there are people that autistic people that are like that. However, um, <laughs> kids on the spectrum are our kids. They are just them. And so we want to give them every opportunity to be able to express themselves and to be into the things that they're into and to be able to tolerate different situations. Um, I remember right after the diagnosis to get my son ready to get on the bus to go to school was an absolute anxiety attack. Yeah, um, I remember that one well. <laughs> <laughs> I still I, remember that was a long time ago. <laughs> it, it was it was a panic attack every morning. I would wake up with you know I couldn't get my breath, knowing that I'd have to go in there. Um, it was simple things. I couldn't get his. It'd have to be a particular pair of jeans, a particular pair of shoes. Um, I'd have to do sing songs, you know, trying to get him ready for the bus. You know, Will was on the bus, go around and round and just, and it, most of the time it didn't work. Um, and then try to get him on the bus. And if it was a different bus driver, forget about it. Um, so, <laughs> Any change. You know. Yeah, I, I can, I know that, that, that for the parent, the level of anxiety around certain situations that 
everybody else just takes for granted as normal and they don't have to deal with that that it, it is intense and to live with that every day the the stress that builds up i absolutely can relate to what you're talking about i i remember that exact scenario myself mm -hmm. and it's kind of an all-day thing too because you never really know what's going to pop up and create a situation uh, and sometimes it's in public, which is even worse, you know, <laughs> people but, don't know, they don't understand they're judgy. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're a parent of a child with autism, you have no idea really what it's like. So that's why people just need to be really more understanding. They don't know what's really going on for somebody. Mm -hmm. I think from the moment of the diagnosis, um, my life absolutely changed. I think that, uh, you know, or I remember driving down the road, it must've been like three, three days after the diagnosis. And it felt like I was having an out of body experience, the amount of grief I was feeling at that point, because Paul Robert had already been having tantrums and meltdowns and picky eating and uh, sensory issues. And it was, I was thinking this was going to be the rest of his life and the rest of my life. And and you cannot really describe that to anyone. You can't, it's, it's the, you're, you're stuck between grieving for your child, but your child is still here and you have to get out of bed every morning and, and keep moving forward. So, you know, as far as moving forward goes, I, uh, I made the leap and joined the program and um, it was a simple process. At the beginning, once I got past the fear of taking that first step, mm -hmm. it's, it is not easy um, to have trust that, that this is going to work. And if you've ever seen the movie Indiana Jones at the very end of, uh, I think it's uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, I think, but he puts his foot out and he has to make a decision to take the step. And is he going to go barreling down into the cavern of the, you know, into the abyss, or is he going to, is, is he going to be able to walk across? And as soon as I started doing some gut healing and modifying his diet and removing the dairy and removing the, 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 um, gluten, um, I felt like my feet were on solid ground. Something had caught me. And not only that, there was someone on the other side reaching their hand out saying, it's okay, just keep moving forward, keep mm -hmm. moving forward, you know, with every step of the process and in the program, keep moving forward. And there's no pressure either. It's not like if you don't do this, this, and that in, 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 you know, four months, then you have completely blown your opportunity to help your child. And I think it's really important. And I, as you know, I stress that I mean, constantly in the program, there is no hurry. Slow is good. And, and this is human biology. Every child is different. You can't expect two children, even two children in the same family to go at the same pace forward because it's how their body is you know their healing process and and everybody's different so slow is good and i think that i'm glad to hear you say that is helpful for parents because you don't feel like there's any keeping up or you're doing something wrong or you just know to keep just taking 
you know, keep moving forward, period. But, and then, the, you know, having the forum to ask your questions if you have something, because support, as you know, is huge. If there, because I know it from personal experience, there, if there's, there's oftentimes nobody to reach out to ask for help. And, and what do I do? Or simple things that come up and, and being able to have somebody to encourage you, support you and offer you guidance when you're, you know, not sure what to do next is, you know, is, is, have you found that helpful? Yes. Absolutely. A lot of troubleshooting. I, I am one of those people awake at night reading questions from other parents on the forum, because even though I may not have that, that same question right now, more than likely I will in the future. Exactly. And more than likely somebody else will have the same questions I ask. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I follow the roadmap. It's all laid out. You know, if you, if you run into this issue, then go over here and read this information and then you can try to troubleshoot it that way. And at the same time, you have an incredible amount of, of support. Anytime I ask a question within 24 hours, generally, I'll get my response back. And it's not a simple response. It's not a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you're going to be fine. It's not a pat on the back. It is a thought out answer to the question. And with that comes a lot of security and knowing that you have done your research and you know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's important. I mean, that's, that's one thing that I stress is that, you know, I have 30 years background studying the brain for craniosacral therapy in my practice as well. But then I have now 15 years of direct research in autism. And I'm like you, I am like all in when my, my son got diagnosed, I was told to drug him, try behavioral therapies and good luck. There's nothing you can do for him. And I was like, what? that is your answer. There was no support. And I, you know, I had nobody else to, I began reaching out and I just really quickly as, as most parents do, you know, realized that it was really up to me to figure it out that nobody had the answers. Nobody knew what to do. Nobody was really that helpful. And so I just dove in and I have researched and researched and researched and I continue that research and I still even interview experts and continue the research to make sure that I'm up on you know, the most current, everything that, that can be the best. Because I also know that not, my knowledge is now able to help hundreds of people worldwide. And so that's the important thing is to be able to, to pass on what I can to help you, you know, with your child. Yes. And, you know, parents who have children that are recovered from autism, I think sometimes they get uh, so weary <laughs> uh, through the fight that when their child is recovered, they it's time for them to move on and start a new chapter. And I've, I've talked to other parents before with, with recovered children and they know how difficult it can be. Um, and it takes someone with an amount of compassion and, and passion for this particular, for kids on the spectrum um, to continue moving forward and to continue to be a voice and to continue to bring hope, even in spite of those people who may say that recovery is not possible. Um, you're going to, you know, within my own family, I have a very, very supportive family. Um, but you know, occasionally time, time and time again, uh, from certain friends and family members, 
they, they wouldn't say, well, what you're doing is crazy, but it's kind of like, huh, I, um, that's interesting. I've, I've never heard of that before. Or, you know, I feel kind of almost embarrassed sometimes to be like, well, we're going to do this and we're going to try this and we're going to start this. Um, but <laughs> at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what anybody else says. It does not matter. I've seen what my son is capable of. And I know that he is going to be okay. He's going to be okay. That, that is the most important thing for you to have that sense in your own heart of knowing that, that he's going to be okay. Because as soon as you can calm yourself down as a parent and go, okay, we're all right, then you're able to move forward. And it, you know, it helps to, to keep the positive mindset because that is so important, even in the face of challenges, because those challenges can get really challenging, as we all know. And yeah, there are naysayers out there and people, and that's why, you know, I'm always saying every child's level of recovery is different, but they all can improve. You know, we have kids who are completely injured and nonverbal who are now speaking, uh, you know, many of them endlessly, uh, kids who are getting D's and F's in school and kids, I, my, mom, my own son, we used to say, mom, I want to, but I can't. And I knew how smart he was. He's really, really, really smart. And I was like, gosh, this is so frustrating for me to watch him want to and not be able to. And so once we got the inflammation out of his body, his brain, the toxins, you know, cleared him up, you know, he's graduated college. He has, uh, he's now he's, he's able to, you know, share his brilliance with the world. As I say, you know, basically be who he really is, you know, and kids who were D's and F's and now A's and B's. I mean, he's almost a straight A student and he just couldn't think before. It wasn't that the IQ or the intelligence wasn't there. You know, that's why I think, if every parent is willing to take that first step and just keep getting going forward and finding the, the mentor, finding somebody who has lived it. I, I, I think that's important too. It's not just somebody who says, oh, well, I've studied this or I can, I work with this, but I've actually lived it myself. There's somebody who has been through it because we understand, I think at a, a deeper passionate and compassionate level and a bit of deeper understanding of what it's like to be that parent because 24 seven, you're on and, you know, it can get pretty stressful. And, you know, knowing that there, there, there's hope for your child and that I know that every child can get better. Every child, I just talked to somebody else, her, her son is 27 and he was nonverbal up until five months ago when she started the program. I mean, that's huge, you know, so, and, and why wouldn't every parent want to do anything they can to help? Their child to, to just live their most fulfilling life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The body is extremely powerful and, uh, and we want to be able to help unlock all that potential. And I kind of view it as little keys, you know, with every, with everything that we implement okay. along mm -hmm. the way, they're little keys and little, little teeny things start to pop out, you know, um, sometimes there are, there are a couple aspects to the program. I think you've mentioned this before where, um, okay, this can cause some behaviors, but just take a breath, hunker down and know it's coming. <laughs> I really appreciate that because I like to put a name to something. I like to be able to kind of have a, have a plan, um, 
when my plans are disrupted, I get really upset. <laughs> so <laughs> I like to be able to kind of know what to expect. Um, and it is not, it's not pretty sometimes, but you know that there's a light at the end of the tunnel and you can just push through and then you see this just wonderful little being uh, develop another skill or another um, able to handle wearing something other than jeans. You know, it's, it's the little things. And if you're looking around at other parents that have neurotypical kids, it can be really easy to feel defeated because you know, here, here I am over here celebrating, oh, he ate with a fork today, you know, uh, things like that. And, and, and God bless them. Those, those parents try to be supportive, but it is very important to have a circle, a ring around you and become part of the ring around others and lift each other up and be able to have a real honest conversation about what's going on. Right. The community inside of the, the naturally recovering autism membership. I, the members are amazing. And I know, uh, you know, you've seen the challenges every, you can say whatever you want. It is a private area. That's another thing. It's private because there's a lot of shame that goes on for people too. And embarrassment. And this is a place where you know, you can talk about anything that's going on and nobody's going to judge you because everybody else is going through the same thing and they know what it's like because they are actually living it themselves. Not just saying, oh, that must be hard, but it really getting it. And uh, yeah, that, that is huge to have that, that level of, like you said, that ring of that community around you. Mm -hmm. Another aspect I wanted to mention was that um, because I am a researcher, I look into if there's any kind of supplement or, or, or anything for that matter, I spend hours upon hours researching which one is the best one. You know, you I do that. Like me. <laughs> I can't even buy a toothbrush without, you know, researching which one's the best one. It's, it's so it really, really helps to have not only a path to go down, but I've already done the research for you. And this is a good, <laughs> reputable product um, that you can trust. And of course I go back and I do my due diligence and I recheck the research. Yeah, good. That's fine with me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but you're not weeding through, as you mentioned before, you said so that, that the program has streamlined things for you. And as you're saying, and that's what I went through hundred books, internet researches, then finding, you know, globs of the same kind of supplement probiotics. I mean, there's so many on the market and so many bad ones and you have to kind of weed through to find the better ones, then figure out, you know, of those, which is actually, actually really the best use them, find out for yourself if they're really, you know, and all of this, like the research that I put into this is like a decade and a half, literally now of being able to, to take all of that and take the 95% of, of things that don't really help to find the 5% that are the very best that I've found for our kids' special needs and, and what we want to do and the best products and in how to use them is important and knowing dosages too, because you can't just give a child a, a dosage that's on a bottle because our kids are super sensitive and you're going to have some really extreme reactions. I've seen people go really quickly or try a 
a probiotic on their own or something. And they say, oh, I tried those before. I can't do that because my child got worse on them. Well, they didn't know about die-off. They didn't know how to support the detox pathways. What to do with it? As you know, there's there's a process to to doing these things. So, so you had said that it's streamlined for you. So maybe you can share that, like what it was like for you, like before the program, and then now what the difference is. Before the program, I was, you know, doing my research into different things um, because there are so many different voices talking about different supplements. Um, different brands of supplements, this worked for me and this work just didn't work for me. Or you would hear uh, my child is completely recovered um, or not even that, you know, my child is now speaking and then, you know, okay, so what did they do? Um, so I'd look into what they did. And, and then at the end of the day, I mean, it, it must've been, you put them all together and it's 500 different things that you would be doing all at the same time if you were to use everything that you've heard may or may not work. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was kind of everything but the kitchen sink going in and there was no order to it. There was no, I, you know, there was no way for me to figure out what was doing what. Uh, it was just kind of like, okay, well, we'll do this, this and that, and this is gonna be the golden ticket. Um, well, come to find out there is no golden ticket. It is a process and it is a slower moving process. And there is an order to how you need to implement things. Um, so now from starting the program, I, I started at step one and I started working on the diet and I started implementing the supplements from module one, uh, one at a time, very slowly, as much as I wanted to speed it up. Anytime I would speed it up, it would cause problems. It it would cause problems. Um, and it was the, it was the, uh, the realization of if I were to slow down and just follow each step as they're given in a patient manner, uh, as I would do that, I would start to notice improvements. It wasn't a complete disaster going on. You know, um, some of the, some of, you know, like, like we mentioned, some of the things are going to cause die off. Well, what do you do about that? You know, because I, because I had read about the probiotics and, and things that you had said about um, what you might see, I knew then that I had a plan of action to take. And after putting that plan into action to take, I was able to push poor, push past that particular stage and then move on to the others. It was relatively easy once I slowed down and just followed the steps. I think that's the hardest part for parents because you care so much and you want to see results as fast as you can, you know, as we can that, you know, it, you want to do a lot really quickly. A parent, new parent comes to the program, they get really eager. I watch it all the time. I'm like, slow is good, slow is good, because they get so eager that they start doing too much too quickly. And I'm like, you know, as you learned, I mean, they'll learn on their own. Hopefully, they won't won't be too hard. You know, before they really understand. Okay, slow down, slow down, slow is good. You're still going to get there. You're going to get there better. Like, like slow down to go fast in a sense. You know, slow down to go faster is the way. It, really works. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it's, it's one of those things too, where if you're researching or you hear about this particular supplement, uh, it's going to be in the program somewhere, (laughs) whatever that supplement is dealing with, there's going to be something in the program that is going to be dealing with that issue. It just may not be at the front end. It might be towards the back. You've got to do certain things and get the, get the body kind of more in this operating process and working like a well-oiled machine before you start adding in more things to just kind of more of the cherry on top, you know? Yes, absolutely. It is a, a, a definite process. I mean, there's, there are things that are, like as you say, they're not to a module two or later on even in the program and people are like, well, don't I want to start this? I'm like that supplement, they'll say, what about this? And I'll say, well, that is a really important thing, you know, supplement that we all need. And this is why we're waiting to use that because this and this, and this can happen. If you do it now, <laughs> you really don't want those things to happen yet. You're better off to follow the sequence in the program. And it is, I mean, that's what I hope to give people is not only the hope, but the the relief to the parents and the support to be able to have the actual roadmap to follow, because I know what the overwhelm's like. And, and if you can just slow down, you can enjoy your life more, enjoy your child more and work on yourself, you know, because parents need to be able to take care of themselves too. So, um, you know, that's what it's all about is, is really, you know, getting the whole family healthy. But being able to support that 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 process and knowing what to do, I think sometimes just knowing what to do and when and having somebody to reach out to ask a question to, is you know, is just so powerful um, because that worry and that fear can really you know take over if we let it. Mm-hmm. So what is Paul Robert like today? He is. <laughs> <laughs> He is thriving beyond belief. It's really, really incredible. He's five now, Um, is that right? Yes, he turned five in December. So we began uh, with your program about a year and a half ago, I want to say. So my son, we noticed that he uh, was looking at us when we call his name, which was a, which was huge. then he um, began to say little words, which, you know, I, we caught on film, mama, uh, what a miracle moment that was. Today, he is speaking, not in full sentences, but he's putting, he's putting sentences together. He is counting. He can pick out his ABCs if I ask him to. Um, he doesn't have any sensory issues anymore. So I actually ask him in the morning to go get dressed and he picks out his clothes and and it's not jeans. (laughs) Um, and he can wear different kinds of shoes. And, um, when I get him on the bus now with no issues, by the way, uh, he looks out the window and he waves bye-bye before the bus takes off to school. Um, he is playing with his brother. He is playing imaginative games. He likes to dress up in his fireman uniform. And we're talking about a child who is completely in his own world and had no interest at all about who was around him or who anybody was. There was no playing games. There was no anything. He was just in his own world. And now 
he is bouncing all over the house with a happy smile on his face and greeting me and his brother and um, his uncle. And it's just, it's just amazing. He has become quite the, quite the little man. He, um, I'm able to hear his heart and hear what he thinks about things. And so now my, my bond with Paul Robert is a bond from, from mother to child that took a lot of work to get there, but it is incredibly strong. And he, it's like, a, I think of it like little kernels of popcorn, you know, every child pops at different stages. But once that, once you get that heat to where it needs to be and those kernels start going, then watch out, <laughs> you know, he, he's just popping all over the place oh. every day, something new every day. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. That that's, that's, that's wonderful, Shannon. And you know what? You are his hero. You have to remember that you, he, he now can connect with people his sensory issues that used to drive him probably crazy that, you know, just as crazy it did as it did you, the, you know, the, the overwhelm, the clothing bothering you. Uh, and now he's also got independence because you now know that his life is leading to an independent one. And that's important for him to be able to live his own independent life, speaking, connecting with others, making friends, uh, having people in his life outside of the family that he can connect with as well. You know, all of those things, but this journey, you had you, you were the one who took him to this. You implemented everything, and you were had the willingness to join the program. You were had the willingness to take the steps, go through the challenges, regardless of how challenging they may have been at times. Keep moving forward, and and now you are seeing the results. So, you know, you can always know that that you are really the one. I would say I'm just a, a guide. I can show you what to do because I've been through it and I've done the research, but you, it's up to the parent to really take the steps, implement them, you know, and, and really do it. So, you know, I mean, basically you have given, you know, Paul Robert back his life, you know, and that, how does that feel for you? <laughs> right? <laughs> well, I'm, I, it's my privilege. I'm his, I'm his mother and it's my, my privilege and my honor to do what I can do for him. And, um, you know, I, I used to think of it as this terrible battle that I'd have to fight every day and, and don't get me wrong. It is a battle. You have to fight, <laughs> but now we're just kind of moving, moving forward in a more confident manner. Mm -hmm. The fear that can overcome you at the beginning will not stay forever. My dad has this saying, um, he said, uh, fear knocked on the door, faith answered, and no one was there. Mm -hmm. And I think that faith in the potential of your child and your, your, your courage that you have is much more powerful than the feelings of the fear that you may be experiencing. It is worth it. Just stick your foot out and make, make the leap. 
you're not going to fall. It's going to be okay. Your child can recover. I fully believe, and Paul Robert is well on his way. I fully believe in, in recovery. I've seen it with my own eyes. Um, you've seen it. It is possible. It is an incredible journey. I hope to be like you one day where I can turn around and, and help lots of people cross over that bridge like you do. And you are right now. I hope to be, I hope, I hope. And that's, that's, that's my heart. And I will forever be passionate about this. I think that um, parents of children on the spectrum are going through a very unique situation in their lives that they had no idea was on the way. But there are people who have been through it and come out the other side. There are people like myself that are, that are in the middle of it still. And I will pop out the other side and you, you will too, you know, as a parent, just keep having that faith and it will be okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much for sharing this. And for anybody who, when I do open enrollment to the naturally recovering autism membership, there, there are sometimes parents who are really looking at it. They're on the edge and they're you know, wondering, is this real? And I'm hoping that listening to you, they're really understanding that it is and what it can offer. Is there anything that you would have to, to say to them um, that could in, help them in making a decision? As a parent, we want to do everything possible for our children. And it can be completely overwhelming to try to navigate it by yourself. With this program, you not only have Karen walking you through the steps by step by step in a simple fashion, but you also have other people. And if you're anything like me searching for a tribe, then you've found one, a group of support and a group of hope and a group to share ideas with, with no embarrassment, no shame, nothing but hope and encouragement. And if you're going to invest in your child, uh, invest in this program, I urge you to do that. It does, if anything, <laughs> it will help you to see the light at the end of the tunnel and you will see differences in your child. It may not be the first day, but with patience and courage, you will. I think the key really is patience too. Yeah, being willing to just keep moving forward uh, and, and, and believing, yeah, mm -hmm. never give up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you again, Shannon, so much. I really, really appreciate you sharing your story. It's very heartwarming. It's very inspirational, uh, even for myself to listen to. And I'm certain for many parents who are listening now and uh, who need those moments of inspiration and hope and, and understanding from others who have lived it and uh, knowing that, uh, that their, their child can get better. And to, to know that, that is very important for everybody. So again, I appreciate your time and you being here and sharing with us today. Um, and, uh, and I look forward to hearing about Paul Roberts' future. 
Absolutely. <laughs> I look forward to telling you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is exciting. All those wonderful milestones along the way. You know, you think he's five now, someday he'll be a college graduate. Someday he'll be living in his own apartment. Someday, you know, you, you know, looking at the, his future and, you know, really know how bright it can be. Mm-hmm. And um, that's, what's really exciting. I get goosebumps when I think about all that too. So you know, um, just knowing that, that we're giving our children the best quality of life, absolutely possible. And it, and it is possible um, to do that. So again, thank you so much. And uh, we'll talk soon. Okay. Thank Great. you. Take care.